Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Zatanna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come for, Z- for Zatanna. I'll stay for Zatanna. <laughs> ah, I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi, I'm Kenny Wendorski. And Kenny, I think last time I, I, I left people on a, on a what's been up to cliffhanger. So I was, uh, we were talking about... Uh, the Link to the Past Randomizer League. Okay. Yeah, I've started. Uh, so I've I've told you about about how Randomizer works, right? It's just sort of, and they like Bowser attacks. Uh, no, yeah, you're thinking of crowd control. So oh. this is yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past with all the item locations shuffled up. It's a ROM hack that. So it's a different game every time you play. Instead of you know. The first temple has the bow, because that's what you need to beat the boss. Instead, you might find the bow anywhere. You might find the hookshot in the first temple and have to go in there, get the hookshot, go to the place where the hookshot opens up and get to some more chests there, find the bow, go back. So it's... Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, and you're trying to solve the puzzle, find the most efficient route on the fly and, and complete the game as fast as you can. Well, people run races of this. And sort of like, you know, you can have a bowling league where, yeah, at the end of the day, it's still, you know, you walk up, you throw the ball, you, you knock over the pins, but you have a team and you, you play against another team. Well, I've put together a Link to the Past randomizer team because they've, they've got a league. <laughs> so it's me and two other guys in a team of three. Uh, the season is seven weeks long and every week there'll be two races. So two out of our three members will, will run one race and... At the end of the season, we tally up points, and there'll be playoffs, and it's a whole whole thing. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing just lately. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Yeah, we've been having little, like, coaching sessions and, like, trying to practice because there, there are all kinds of different formats. There's one format where one person is playing, but the other person has the list of the items and where they are located. And so the player can't see the list, the, so it's like a pilot co-pilot situation where you're on voice chat and you've got a voice in your ear, your ear saying, okay, you're going to need to go here next. Okay, did you get that? Are you good? All right. How many hearts do you have? All right. Go here next. Fight this boss. All right. You're good. Now, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's all all done online and all streamed and people can watch. Uh, uh, you know, I always call out at the end of this program, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. If you go there, uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to see us play. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, nifty. Now that's the one on the Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, the Super Nintendo version of Zelda, which is in in my opinion still the best Legend of Zelda game. There there are people who will say Ocarina of Time, and they are entitled to their wrong opinion. (laughs) Well, that's funny because my my wife's family they were helping. They have a hoarder in the family, Mm -hmm. and so they helped (laughs) clear out (laughs) dozens and dozens of useless things and boxes, and they came upon. A inbox Nintendo 64 and a Super Nintendo. Nice. So we just got, they had everything except for uh, two kind of wires. Mm-hmm. And so, but we got those wires in the mail yesterday. Thanks, nice. Amazon. Hey. <laughs> You're a heartless corporation, but thank you very much. <laughs> and so now I can play, and you know that I went Sega. So yep. I am entering into a zone I have no idea. <laughs> I have a Super Nintendo now and an inbox in 64. So. Nice. The Zelda game is, it came, we have the Ocarina of Time for the N64, and we have Star Fox for the Super Nintendo. So, okay. 
I kind of wish it was vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, those are those are both good games. Like Ocarina of Time is still a fine game. It's just not the best Zelda game. Right. And uh, I remember Star Fox 64. Uh, ben, if you're just joining us, yep. Ben and I, we've known each other forever. We used to do sleepovers with our friend Greg Walters. Yeah. And Super, I'm sorry, Star Fox 64 yep. was one of those four games. It was yep. GoldenEye and yeah, Mario, Mario Kart. Yep. Those were like the top three that we always played. Yeah, yeah. Because the multiplayer on Star Fox 64 was a little off, as I recall. I, if you got the double laser, you were screwed. Or yeah. you were the one who was going to win. Yeah. And, and there was only one double laser to be found on yeah. any given map. So yeah. it was, yeah, it, it was just a big I win button. So, but yeah, it was still fun. Oh, that was, yeah. That yeah. was... I hated Goldeneye because you sons of bitches always won. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was a dick. I was a dick at Goldeneye. I recognize now with the benefit of years because I was the one who owned the system and the game, so I had the most practice. Yeah, and I wanted to play Odd Job because he was my favorite character. Right. But he was also shorter than any other character in the game, meaning he was harder to hit. Yes. And so it was entirely unfair that I, <laughs> who had the most practice. Also got to play the best character. You talk to anybody in our age group and mm. even a little bit younger, mm. everybody's got a story to tell about Goldeneye. Yeah. And there's always that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was that asshole. And and finally I said, okay, I'll tell you what, just to prove that I'm not just that I'm not only the best because I'm playing odd job. Let's play three on one, and I will play Jaws, the biggest, easiest to hit get character <laughs> in the still game. Win. And it was close, but I still won. <laughs> yeah. And in my stupid seventeen-year-old mind, I thought, "Well, that proves that I'm the best, and I'm not just cheesing it." And really, what that would have taught any reasonable person is that means you should be playing at a handicap, you asshole. <laughs> yes, Golden Eye, that yeah, was destroyer one of, my... of friendships. Yes. <laughs> The bane of the late 90s. Yeah. <laughs> but what wasn't the bane yeah, of the late 90s? Something in the late 90s that still holds up and is good is Batman. Hey, Hey, <laughs> We did it. So we watched uh, Zatanna today. That's right. Yeah. So we open up at a big magic show. Zatanna's doing her stage patter. She's conjuring flowers out of the air. And Bruce and Alfred are sitting in the audience uh, delivering exposition to us, saying, Alfred says, "You, how long has it been? Ten years? Yeah, ten years." So we get to see Bruce training with uh, escaping. Yep, escape artistry, and uh, it's from a magician named Zatara. Zatara, yes, meaning uh, Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario style. Zatana's na- full name is Zatana Zatara. Okay. And this is her legal... This is not a stage name. Her legal name is Zatanna Zatara. Zatara. <laughs> I love this. I love every part of this. But, uh, I also love, if you notice in this flashback, the characters are all in sepia tone. Yeah. Uh, you know, blacks and browns. Uh, but the backgrounds are all in black and white. So it's just a little bit... Like it's, it's, you know, these faded old timey colors, but the characters still pop. Yeah. I think that's a really good stylistic choice yeah, here. Yeah, that was... And uh, Bruce, I'm sorry, he's not Bruce yes, Wayne. He goes by John pseudonym. Smith. John Smith. And he has completed his training on escapism. And he's about to go to Japan, which is another, you know, fun yep. little callback to our previous Japanese episodes. Yeah. And, so this is this is the youngest we've ever seen young Bruce. He yeah. looks like he might be in his early 20s, but he looks like about 17, 18. Yeah, he's, he's drawn younger. He's skinnier. 
and he obviously has got the hots, or she has the hots for him, both. Yeah. Uh, young Zatanna. Uh, she's young. She's attractive. She's Bruce Tim design. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And Zatara's over here, like, winking and nodding, like, well, time for the old folks to go to bed. And, and no glove, no love, children. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, as, as we all know, a good magician always escapes before the climax. So. <laughs> I like that. That's <laughs> but, yeah, Zatanna's real sad to see uh, young John Smith go. She wants him to stay. She's, she's getting real flirty and affectionate. And eventually handcuffs him to the wall uh, as part of our little flirtation. Like, ah, you're missing the plane tomorrow. But uh, she, tempting fate says, you know, a real escape artist would have been out of those cuffs and out the door by now. And as soon as she turns around, that's exactly what's happened. Yep. And we go back to the present time. Yeah. And I I'd remembered this uh, this. Uh, episode is having more flashbacks kind of jumping back and forth but no we just get the one flashback and the rest is present day which i think was fine oh I think yeah i it think it established works. everything that we needed to have for for the uh the relationship we're about to for you know see in the rest of the episode yep so yeah back in the present day as part of this big magic show the gotham mint has apparently lent zatanna $10 million in cash, <laughs> real hard currency, not using prop money for this magic trick. Mm-mm. That's a real trusting Gotham Mint there. Like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> they said, yes, uh, there's two gentlemen, one who's the bank guy, and the other one is a Montague Kane. Yes. Who looks just like and sounds like Orson Welles. Yes, but I looked it up. He is uh, acted by... Michael York, same dude who played Count Vertigo. No shit. Yeah. Ah, good for him. Yeah, he's uh, apparently he's a long timer in the in the DCAU. When I looked him up on his IMDb page, we're gonna see him a couple more times if we go deep enough into the DC animated well, universe. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I had no idea. Right, right on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, last time we we heard his voice, he was he was doing Zajaman. Zajaman. Yeah, and here he's yeah he's <laughs> basically doing an Orson Welles impression, and he's great. Have you seen? Orson Welles doing his drunk uh, oh, the, the, uh, wine commercial. Yes. It's it's funny and tragic at the same time. Oh, I've never terrible. felt so sorry, yet guilt, guiltily I laughed. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yes, Orson Welles, uh, his career pretty much derailed and he had to start doing wine commercials. And Yeah, one of these guys who, like, legitimately fantastic actor, but... As he, he got older and harder to work with, yeah. people wouldn't hire him, and he had to accept jobs that he felt were beneath him, which made him act out more, which made right. him even harder to work with, and this really tragic downward spiral. I think his last performance is Unicron. Yeah, in Transformers, Transformers the movie. Where... Which he hated. He legitimately oh, yeah. said, like, I'm doing a show for toys. Yeah. And I, yes, he, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, who knows how many takes it took to... To get the good takes that were usable. Yeah. You watch the final movie and it's like, oh my God, he sounds great. He's Orson Welles. Yeah. Having worked with voice actors, including some difficult ones in the past, sometimes getting those good takes out of a difficult actor is like pulling teeth. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. But hey, hey, it's part of the job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so Zatanna uh, makes the money disappear. Yep. Great job. Great illusion. We're all just cheering. Yeah. Good stuff. And then the time comes to make it reappear. And it doesn't. 
Where's the money? God Where, damn it. Where's the money? <laughs> where's the money? <laughs> so Zatanna gets arrested. A cop car pulls on stage from nowhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, $10 million in, again, hard cash. I guess. Is going to be there. They probably had a police presence on hand. I did choke at that part. I was like, what the hell? There's a police yeah. car back there? <laughs> but uh, they arrest her. She's the only suspect. Yep. Uh, Bruce, she didn't steal that money. I know her. So Batman breaks her out of the uh, the armored police squad car, right? And <laughs> uh, they're driving along in the Batmobile, and she's she's not uh, she's not exactly hype about this. Like, um, this, I should be in there now, and really, this is kind of a ridiculous caper. Batman does not need her along yeah. in order to prove her innocence. This makes her look really bad. He didn't want her to go to prison dressed like that. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. She doesn't have that problem with Catwoman. Right. <laughs> uh, so they go back to the scene of the crime. Yep, they're investigating. We see a little bit of Bullock uh, just, just nosing around. Uh, and have to evade him while investigating what happened here. Something with mirrors. Yeah, turns out the way the trick was supposed to work is that the money would be there at all times, and Zatanna would use you know smoke and mirrors to project an illusion of an empty stage floor. Mm-hmm. Instead, somebody got snuck in there and reversed the trick, where the money was always the illusion. It had been stolen beforehand, right. and had been projected there, and then stop the projection and the reality of the empty show floor shows up. Batman finds the mirror. It's actually one of the giant money. Yeah. Giant prop coins. They like them big coins, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was just like a paper covering on a huge mirror and he rips off some of the paper and shiny mirror inside. Well, who would know how to do this, but Either another magician or... Montague Kane. Yeah, somebody who knows how magicians work. And so they go try to track him down at his stately mansion where there's a, a recording and a dummy in front of the fireplace taunting them and a trap door leading into a death trap. And it's just like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's a spike closing yeah. in door Yeah, mechanism. spiked walls closing in on them. Uh, Batman gets them out of there with, uh, you know, takes some some acid out of his utility belt, eats through some of the spikes so he can break them off and use them to climb up and pry back open the trap door. It was pretty cool. Yeah. it's interesting. Uh, he leaves behind some kind of weird clue that he's going to yeah, he's fly an, away or some stupid shit. Yeah, he's an amateur. Montague <laughs> Kane is an amateur aviator, and he's got uh, all kinds of memorabilia and a newspaper clipping showing that he is... He has purchased some kind of huge flying wing aircraft. Which is a lot like... uh, It looks like a B-2 bomber or something. I was thinking of the Spruce Goose uh, from... Oh, yeah. Howard Hughes days. (laughs) I think it was originally called the Hercules, but it got that weird nickname, Spruce Goose. Uh, So Batman and Zatara... Zatanna. Zatanna, yeah. (laughs) Show up. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, just throw them off. Yeah, throw them yeah. off the plane. No more fun tricks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a little fight scene between Batman, uh, Zatanna, Kane, and his two mooks who I'm, I'm going to give these guys a pretty straight ahead 350 a piece. They're fine. <laughs> they're actually, you know what? 250 a yeah, piece. Yeah, I was going to say they're not that high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're substandard yeah. mooks because here's the thing. They... 
They have a, a fisticuffs fight. Right. Um, which ends when uh, Zatanna remembers that she's a woman in Batman. Yes. And has to be uh, taken hostage. She does. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Montague Kane, you know, ties them up and says, well, okay, we have here a, a known professional level world-class escape artist magician in Zatanna, also the literal Batman so I better just shoot you guys in the head right now. Right. And they do, and the episode's over. No! no! They uh, tie them up. <laughs> they and... tie them up and push them <laughs> out of the airplane, at which point it becomes clear that these two mooks have guns that they have not been using this entire time. But on their way out of the plane, Batman manages to snag some netting, which he's dangling from outside of the hatch of this plane. And he's, you know, pulling lockpicks out of his gloves. They're doing their escape artist routine. Well, the mooks are at first shooting at them, but Batman manages to lash onto Montague with, with his chain and pull him down. So the mooks can't shoot anymore. They might hit their boss. Right. They, they climb back up. There's another big... It's this has descended into typical Batman third act, just silly fight scene set piece territory. We, so at what been <laughs> the guns become obsolete and the mooks show back up, one with an axe and another with a wrench. And as I said in a previous episode, yep. anytime a wrench is used, take a shot. Take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so they've used those weapons. They're yeah. useless because Batman and Zatanna yes. stop them. Yep. So yeah, they, these two mooks have fought first with, with fisticuffs. Then guns, then an axe and a wrench. Right. <laughs> where's the con- where's the consistency? Where's the professionalism? That's why the, you, I was looking at yeah, you when you were so, that Yeah, high. you're right. You're right. Two fifty a piece, there and they're go. lucky to get that. Uh, they get you know knocked away. Yep, Actually, they, get, they fall off a plane. Yes, they fall off a plane into the water. Where they did? Yeah, they just like let's get real. Yeah, we see some splashes and they bob up. Nope. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're dead. They're dead. They don't even get arrested at the end. No. Because spoilers, uh, what's his face? Montague gets punched in the face by Zatanna. Yep. He, they land the plane. Uh, Kane is arrested. The only one, because the other two moves, yep. they dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably hundreds of miles offshore. Yeah. Even if they survived hitting the water, like, nah, that's they, it. guy. You got no life jackets. Where are you going to swim to? You're getting yeah. eaten by sharks. <laughs> Deal with it. Batman just straight murdered you fools. Yeah, they, he's no fucks forgiven for those mooks. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's taken to jail. Zatanna's cleared of charges. Yep. They have, they have a little goodbye scene where Zatanna makes it clear she's picked up in some of their dialogue. Batman uses John Smith's old nickname for her, Zana. Yeah. And that's how she picks up like, oh, you're that, you that guy. You're, you're the guy I used to flirt with back in the day. Yeah. And uh, leaves, uh, she disappears and yep. leaves behind a little poster. Says, uh, don't forget to write. Yep. And, and that's how it ends. Yeah. Thus ends Zatanna. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah, it's okay. It does. Yeah. It's this is I was expecting more flashbacks. Wouldn't have hurt to to have a little more wouldn't have minded a little more Zatara just because he's he's kind of a one-scene wonder. I liked him. To me the third act, uh the very end it's very anticlimactic. She punches him in the face and yep. he falls down. <laughs> It was, there's no explosion. There's no, yeah. you know, I was expecting that craft to hit the waters or some yeah. kind of big uh, yeah. disaster, but no, she punches him in the face. Yeah. The final, <laughs> like really. So we've got the first act, which is set up and flashbacks and establishing their relationship. The, the final two acts, them 
solving the mystery, escaping the death traps, the big third act on the plane. All of that is super stock, super straightforward, could have come out of any Batman episode, except I think the team-up, as unnecessary as it is, the chemistry between Batman and Zatanna just carries the episode. Yeah, uh, the actress who plays Zatanna, Julie Brown, looked her up. Uh, did a lot of 80s stuff. I was about to say, is that downtown Julie Brown? It is not. Oh, uh, different Julie Brown. I thought Julie the same Brown. thing. Different Julie Brown. Okay. <laughs> married with Children. Is... Um, Wait a minute. Married with Children? Who is she in Married with Children? She just had a random role. Okay. She, she wasn't a main actress. Uh, she okay. did some failed Fox sitcoms that never lasted beyond like, you know, right. five episodes or so. But... Well, Uptown Julie Brown, we still love you because <laughs> you're, you're great she as did, Zatanna. She did a very good job. And uh, that chemistry between between Kevin Conroy and her. Yep. Well done. Yeah, did did great. The the writers gave him just enough back and forth that yeah. it really like this this episode like felt snappily paced for as little plot as it ultimately had. I was never bored. It felt like it was felt like it went quicker than it did. It, you know, in a good way. It it almost felt like we should have had a bigger mystery, but no, they like straight up. They're like, it's Montague. Yeah. Yeah. There were no red herrings. There was never any doubt in my yeah. mind. Like he shows up like, well, this guy's a dick. I bet he's the villain. My, and they, sure enough, he is. It, they didn't even like play with maybe it being the banker guy. Yeah. Usually no, they, there's the red herring. No, yeah. man. This is just, it's Montague. And they straight up gave him a goatee. Yeah. He's evil. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a goatee, you're evil. Yep. In the nineties anyway. Yep. Yeah. And he... <laughs> He sort of failed to register as a character, but I think he was all you needed here. He was, yeah. Yeah, the, he was not the focus. The focus was very much the the Bruce, Batman, Zatanna, establishing that relationship. And, like, this is kind of what they were trying to do in, um, what was the uh, what was the Talia episode? Vertigo? Or hey, uh, yes. Off Balance, yeah. yeah. And... I don't. I don't think the chemistry there was quite enough. They were pushing the the Batman Talia chemistry so hard, and it right. felt overdone. Here, it felt like just enough yeah. that it actually worked and carried the episode. I agree. That's good. Good yeah. observation. Yeah. So, so let's see just how good it was. Let's All right. bring out the science machine. Yeah. All righty. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with natural law. Looks like you got it booted up. Good to go. Turn on the file system. All right. Now you've got the uh, doodads doing. And, uh, oh, I heard the buzzing sound. So that means it's charging up good. All right. Lab coat's on. Lab coat's on. Pants is off. All right. Now, remember, folks, you can do this list at home. Here it goes. Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance. Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Via Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch, Crash, Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! <laughs> I think I've, I, I think I've just sucked it up. I was, I've been trying to do it with just a quick little, and yeah. you, no, can't do it. I've got to take the big one in the middle, another big. Right around off-balance Tiger Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Right, right around that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be seems to be the spot. If I can make it, 
and I mean, that's, you know, that's that's right around the 30 mark. So theoretically, if I keep on with that strat, uh, I should be able 60? to... We, I mean, we'll see. See, there's longer titles though towards the end, especially I've got Batman in my basement. Yep. Uh, God, there's a couple other long ones in there too. Yeah, yeah. Cape and Cowl Conspiracy, right. that's a big one. I've been paging the, the crime, crime doctor. doctor. Yeah, that's, that's in there too, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> but I mean I it's it's consistent though one breath it's like I've gotten it that way the last couple three times yeah. so I I think I've got my strat down <laughs> <laughs> but let's ask ye old random number generator is Zatanna better or worse. <laughs> Our Jesus has been doing this to us. Yeah. Is it better or worse than number 49? I've got Batman in my basement. It is better. It is, in fact, better. <laughs> uh, it's got characters that I like. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, not made of literal poop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Is Zatanna better or worse? All right. We're bouncing way up top. Is it better or worse than number three, The Cat and the Claw? It is not. Not, not quite as good. <laughs> I I think uh, Cat and the Claw, like they, they both give us some fun, you know, female characters to root for, some nice romantic tension. But Cat and the Claw had that plus a bunch of really cool set pieces. Yeah, that ending with that in- huge fire explosion at that abandoned base. That's yeah. great. The diehard segments through the ventilation yeah. shafts yeah. and and the the fun like Batman, Bruce Wayne, Catwoman, Selina Kyle. Yeah. Like this one if if I have a criticism of the the relationship between uh between Batman/Bruce and and Zatanna, it's that yeah, okay, she pieces together that Batman is the same as John Smith. Right. I, th- I think that's kind of like, that doesn't have the impact of knowing his actual secret identity. As Bruce Wayne. Uh, as Bruce Wayne. She might know that. She might. Because she threw the flowers into the audience to him. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's left to your imagination. I yeah. She, yeah, yeah. But uh, in any case, yeah, Cat in the Claw was... Better. Had a whole lot going for Much it. Much better. Yeah. yeah. This was a solid one episode. That was a solid two-parter with all of the expansiveness that that right. implies. All right. So in that case, is Zatanna better or worse, Jesus, than number 39, Prophecy of Doom? <laughs> it's, this is better. <laughs> yes, it is in fact better. Uh, remember uh, remember the, the love interest in Prophecy of Doom? It was uh, Heather Locklear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's that's all there is to her. Voiced by Heather Locke. Yeah, she, she was she was blonde. She got caught. She's Bruce Tim Design. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a big old nothing character. Yeah. <laughs> all right, is Zatanna better or worse than number thirty three? Mad as a Hatter. You know, I think it's better. I think so too. Yeah, and I do love that performance. Yeah, um, Roddy McDowell. But I think, like you said, this is a well-paced episode the whole way through. Yeah. It's... And that I can't say the same for, for Matt as a Hatter. Yeah, yeah. Matt as a Hatter was, was good but uneven. Yeah. Yeah, this, this one's better. All right. In that case, is Zatanna better or worse than number 26, 
The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Strange Secret's better. Yeah. I think... I think we're getting close. Yeah. I think Strange Secret was was a little more fun. It had that fun, dumb camp value. Yeah. There's more characters. There's the the answering machine part, yep. which is hilarious. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just consistently strong comic relief. Really, all this episode had to hang its hat on was the titular character, Zatanna. Right. Who's a great presence. But yeah, Strange Secret was solid all the way through. I concur. All right. So we're getting close to it now then. Is Zatanna better or worse than 28 off balance? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say better. We had just talked about that one, actually. Um, I think the character of Zatanna was more fun than Talia. Yeah. Um, It was a G.I. Joe episode for that one. Yeah. Not saying that's a bad thing. It was entertaining as a child. And as an adult, I thought it was perfectly adequate. But but this one... Yeah, for two episodes where the, the whole point is... Hey, let's let's give Batman a love interest yeah. and kind of explore that dynamic. I I will take at least on the basis of these two episodes. Uh, both characters will show up later on. I don't think Zatanna ever shows up again in this series. I think it might not be until Justice League that okay. we see her again. Okay. But uh, yeah, we're going to be seeing more of Talia. But based only on these two episodes, I'll take Zatanna over Talia any day. I concur. All right. That leaves us... With just one more decision to make, All right. is Zatanna better or worse than number 27, Dreams in Darkness? I think it is. I agree. Yeah, I concur. Dreams in Darkness is is fine. It had some fun noir touches, but and it had that really good uh, hallucination sequence with the giant gun. Yeah. But it kind of dragged. Yes. It was kind of uneven. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. The pacing is what saves this episode. Yeah, Zatana. it is. It is so brisk. It right. just keeps moving. Almost a little too brisk because that that end with the the villain was like okay, and then he was captured. Yeah. <laughs> so I but, think that might bother me more if I if I gave more of a shit about Montague Kane, but I just really wanted that plane to be destroyed. I don't yeah. know why because we always see the third act. There's an explosion or a crash. Yeah. Something and yeah, you're not nothing wrong. happens there. So yeah, I, I yeah, I hear you. But uh all right, well that puts Zatanna as the new number twenty-seven, just below the strange secret of Bruce Wayne and just above Dreams in Darkness. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that feels right. That's uh, you know, a little above halfway down the list there. Actually right around halfway down the list here. So yeah. Solid. Yeah. You should step, definitely watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely definitely not a skipper. Yeah. Yeah, you you have to go a ways down this list before you get to the real skippers. I right. think actually I think right around 30 number 30 Tiger Tiger, that's where it's like, "Eh, you could watch this one or not, whatever." Yeah. But all right. So getting down, I just want to make sure we were looking at this earlier, but I want to make sure I've got the right one here. Next week we have the Mechanic. Nice. Yeah. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? I do. I like this one. Yeah. As I recall, this is another, another like, let's get into the backstory a little. In this case, the backstory of where does he get those wonderful toys? Yeah. Uh, you got Penguin in here, and there's some 
Uh, cool stuff with the Batmobile. Yeah, this is where we find out where does that Batmobile come from? Who made that Batmobile? And this came out, you know, we're talking about Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. There was a scene in that movie where the Penguin and the Batmobile are put together. I think they took that chunk from the movie and decided to roll with it for an episode. And it works great. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I don't remember this one quite as well. I, I couldn't have told you who the villain was. I mostly remember a, a flashback of seeing an older model Batmobile, yep. which is... It's always, since this is a series that that, sh- that picks up, like I think if, if you try to work the timeline in your head, I was thinking about this earlier, um, since just a couple of episodes ago, we had, um, uh, we had I Am The Night, which mm-hmm. takes place on the anniversary of the Wayne's death, so we know it's been at least a year. I think this is probably roughly around Batman's third year of being a crime fighter. I can see that. Because you, the, you get the sense there was probably at least a year before appointment in Crime Alley. Mm. So that's, you know, one year from beginning, which we didn't see, to appointment in Crime Alley. A year between that and I Am the Night. We're probably on about year three. Okay. Like, Batman's established. He's a known quantity in the city right now. But it's always nice to to fill in those missing pieces of the timeline. Yeah. What was Batman up to before we were introduced to him in On Leather Wings? Yeah. Yeah. But that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Weisky TV, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, uh, YouTube.com slash HBI2K if you want to see a bunch of old stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> And twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can click some buttons. Uh, there's a donate button on there if you care to support the show with a monthly pledge of one, five, or ten dollars a month. Every time we get a new person uh, pledging to help us out, I write them a limerick. Yes. <laughs> you can have a limerick if you want. I like limericks. Yeah. Who doesn't like limericks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but thank you so much for the support. Uh, everybody who's who's pledged or given us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or just lets a friend know about the show. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you very much, folks. Yeah. And we will see you next week for The Mechanic. Yeah!